Talk Radio Network, we bring you the one and only Marvelous Marv. <laughs> Marvelous Marv. That's like the old days. You know, I got to tell you a story, uh, Cedric, and my listeners. Uh, I was a good friend of uh, Marvin Hagler's, the, uh, the the boxer, and one day we were coming out of a out of a fight, and uh, he had he had fought that night, and we were walking out together, and uh, his marvelous Marvin Hagler, and I was marvelous Marvin on the radio in Boston in those days, and and I looked at Marvin and I said, "Hey, Marvin, one of us going to change our name," and he looked at me very menacingly, and I said, "Okay, I will." Anyway, here I am. I'm in Las Vegas. I'm back in Las Vegas. I'm I'm actually at a football game. I'm in the uh, press room of a. Uh, of Sam Boyd Stadium. So uh, if you hear a lot of noise in the background, um, it's because um, the, loud, the public address system and uh, the craziness of uh, being at a football game. And it's the UFL game uh, with the Las Vegas Locals against the uh, Omaha Nighthawks. And uh, right now it's a blowout in the third quarter. Uh, Las Vegas is winning 34-6. to So that's... Uh, my football report for now. This is a big week uh, in Las Vegas. Um, we have the All-Star Chefs uh, <coughs> Conference with all the great uh, food uh, and drink going around this week at the MGM Resorts. Um, we have uh, uh, the Vegas Cinefest, which is a, which is a film festival, uh, and I think it's in their fifth year. And uh, they're doing uh, some really great stuff, and we'll have some somebody on from... Uh, Cinefest. Uh, later on in the show, we got a couple of good guests coming on this evening. But first, I want to start with <clears throat> the uh, restaurant of the month. Now, uh, the restaurant of the month is is an absolutely uh, wonderful place, and um, it's it's called the 15th Street Fisheries at Waterdale Marina. It's in Fort Lauderdale, and if you're traveling or if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area. Uh, this restaurant is, is is truly truly superb. Uh, I'm, you know, I've I've been on on air for thirty six years, and I've reviewed an awful lot of restaurants around the country. Um, but I mean, this this goes without saying. It's one of the finest restaurants I've ever been to. Um, I had a couple of appetizers because um, I wanted to try uh, try them both. Uh, they look so uh, uh, interesting. Um, so the the chef made um, uh, smaller portions of a couple of appetizers, and I had the local uh, fish, uh, Teredito ceviche. Oh man, I'll tell you, uh, ricotto uh, pepper, sweet corn, sweet potato, Peruvian purple potato chips, ahi and marillo sauce. I mean, it, it just probably the best ceviche I, I've ever I've ever had. Uh, the other uh, appetizer I tried was the uh, tuna tata. I had soy and uh, wasabi oil and cilantro and scallions and wonton chips and um, uh, wasabi. Um, was, <laughs> wasabi uh, uh, flavoring. Um, uh, it's just. Uh, uh, incredible wasabi tobiko. I'm just like one of the, the the finest things I've I've ever had. I can't I can't say enough about 
Tuna Tatar and the, and the local fish, Tiradiso Ceviche. The, the, the wine list is spectacular. They have a, they have a great wine list. And um, for salad, I had uh, Kamato and, and Birata Insulata, uh, the Kamato tomatoes, and the Birata cheese uh, with aged balsamic vinegar, uh, fresh basil, extra virgin olive oil, and, and balsam, balsamic caviar. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's like eating caviar, but it was made with balsamic vinegar. And it looks just like a real caviar. It's, it's just unbelievable. Um, the, um, for the main course, I had the miso glazed roasted chili and sea bass with mango fried rice and Thai stir-fried vegetables. I mean, this, this restaurant is, is really, really unbelievable. They're, they're right on the, um, on the water in, in Fort Lauderdale on the Intercoastal. Uh, they're at 1900 Southeast 15th Street in Fort Lauderdale. It's called the 15th Street Fisheries at Lauderdale Marina. And, uh, Carlos, um, uh, the, the manager is a, a terrific guy. Uh, he calls himself a great Cuban. <laughs> and he really is. And, and, and upstairs is this fine dining room. Downstairs, they have a cafe where you can, uh, where you can also eat and drink. And, uh, it's right on the water. You can see the, uh, you can see the fish. You can see the jackfish in the top and, uh, from the window of the, uh, of the upstairs restaurant. Uh, uh, it's just an, a wonderful place. The service is incredible. It's just, it's just a great, great restaurant. Uh, the 15th Street Fisheries at Waterdale Marina. And, uh, it's, of course, it's on the 15th Street. And it's way down, uh, it's tucked away in a corner and it's, uh, you'll find it if you get up to 15th Street before Waterdale. And in honor of my, um, my brand new Mustang convertible, I'm gonna play some uh, some doo-wop tonight, so uh, I'm gonna start things off with uh, the hop tones and Sunday kind of love. A 
I don't know who you are. Um, well, uh, you are the uh, author of a, of a really, really uh, terrific book, and you, you get another book in the works, and you're the founder of um, LearnHowToFindLove.com. So let's talk about all these things you're doing. Let's talk about your book first. Okay. The book is From Heartbreak to Heart's Desire, Developing a Healthy GPS, a Guide-Picking System. It's for women that are attracted to the wrong men to help them to figure out what's causing that attraction. It's usually uh, a subconscious belief. And unfortunately, our attraction to people, large percent of it is, is unconscious. So we don't understand why we're attracted to somebody. We just are. And we keep picking the same guy over and over again, and it can be this. For a lot of women, it can be the same wrong guy. So understanding what those subconscious beliefs are, and a lot of times it needs it's some past pain, we heal those, and then we can move forward into a, a relationship that's more to their suiting, more what they desire. And part of that, we have a website called learnhowtofindlove.com where we have fantastic coaches, which Marv is one of them. And these are women that, men and women that work with women to help them to go through the process. But sometimes it can be difficult to, to really figure out what it is because it is uh, a subconscious belief. So the, they're trained to help walk women and men too. Um, but we find it more with women to go through the go through uh, and, and get through the understanding of why they choose the way they choose. And um, you're working on a new book right now, right? 
Yes, I'm working on a book. It's called, tentatively called, uh, Men Chase, Women Choose. And it's about how, how the dating, it's basically about the dating process. And I'm, and I'm a biologist by training, so I looked at the biology of our nature. And if we look at the biology of relationships and in mating, we see a common theme. And the common theme is that the men chase and the women choose. And we're actually set up by that. We've evolved to that place. And, but nowadays, we have so many other choices in society, and we don't understand how taking, making one choice can have an effect on another person. But we have what are called instincts, and those are, again, we're talking about the subconscious here. So these are instincts are things that can be triggered subconsciously, and we don't even know they're happening. So you, when we were attracted to somebody, we know that we're being triggered that attraction, but how we respond to it, if it's a flirt or if it's a fear-based response, that's going to be that you're almost speaking to somebody's uh, instincts or subconscious that way. And a lot of times women will come on, they can come on too strongly or they can come on not strong enough. Either way they, they do those, it sends a subtle message to the man. And and vice versa. Everything the man is doing sends a subtle message to the female. So this book is really about getting through the dating process to get to the true love. And we can look at brain MRIs, uh, uh, functional MRIs, and we can see the process of how it goes through. And there's... um, there's a part where it's almost, there's an imposter, and then there's a there's a stage where we go through a dopamine attraction, and that's a uh, that's kind of like the honeymoon phase, and then there's a phase where we move into real love. And if anybody who has been in a relationship long enough understands that whole transition, well, they they have been able to map it out in the brain and where it goes through and how you can actually, this book actually helps you to get there so you don't get derailed into, uh, out of the relationship, breaking up of the relationship or or not getting the relationship you want. Because everybody's looking for true love. At least everybody that I've been around that that are picking up my books and, and that are, coming to talk with us are all looking for true love. Um, now, t- tell, me, tell my listeners about, um, about your coaching. I, I went through training with you when I was in Florida, and you have a, a, other, other people that have gone through the, the coaching training with you, and they've been certified by you, like myself. And uh, tell us about your coaches and, uh, and, and where they're located and, 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 and what they do. Okay. Um, most of my coaches are located in Florida right now. We're actually expanding the the program. You, of course, are in Vegas. And our coaches walk, help women and some and men, but, but the majority of the people that look for relationship help tend to be women. So that's why I keep saying women. But we, we do help men too if they want to but what the coaches do 
or assist a person with going through the process of trying to figure out what is their block to love. You know, we're all looking for love, but at the same time, when we have trouble finding it, there's there's some kind of block. You know, and women will come up to me and they'll say, well, you know, I just, I the only guys I can meet only want to have sex, or the, the ones I don't want to have, or I don't like are the ones that like me, and they have all these struggles, and what we figured out is those are really kind of blocks to love. If you keep if you keep picking the same wrong type of person, if you keep attracting uh, a certain type of person, there's some type of there's something that's preventing you from getting to where you want to, and that's what our job is as coaches, and we're specially trained to help dig in there and try to figure out where that block is and help remove that. Okay. Now, um, you are you are going to be training more coaches, is that correct? Yes, I'll be training more coaches in the future. Now, um, a... now, can you train these people? Um, say, because you're based in Florida, but can you train people that, uh, I, I was in Florida, that's why I was able to train with you, but can you train people like on the Internet or whatever uh, to, um, to uh, so they don't have to come to Florida, or are you going to be traveling and, and, and offering your training in different places? Actually, we have a class through the Learning Annex. Uh, it's an online class through the Learning Annex. We're doing a Develop a Healthy GPS class through the Learning Annex and a coaches training for other te- for other cities. So, and that would all be online. Uh huh. So you go to. And, I think and, and how, 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 do, how do my listeners that want to become coaches uh, get involved with that? It's the. I think it's the newlearningannex.com. Newlearningannex.com. Okay. And if uh, they want to read your book, um, uh, it can be purchased uh, on, uh, at Amazon and, and bookstores. Or? Yes. Um, a lot of time it's been out for a while, so sometimes the bookstore might not be carrying it at the moment because they have always new books coming out. You can have them order it, or you can get it on Amazon, and you can always go to our website, which is learnhowtofindlove.com. And we also, as part of a, to get people to look at the website, we offer a monthly teleseminar. It's actually a webinar now series where we interview the best speakers and authors in personal development in um, in relationships. And this month, which will be October 18th, we're going to have Liz Dawn. And Liz Dawn is the producer of Celebrate Your Life. So she's worked with Neil Donald Walsh, Wayne Dyer, uh, Don Real Ruiz, all these spiritual people that, you know, have all this great wisdom, and she's been working with them for years, but she still found herself in dysfunctional relationships. So it, it just goes to show you that, you know, it's not necessarily who you're around that's, you know, you can get all this great information, all this spiritual practice, but you can still have uh, struggles with relationships. But she finally got through it. She finally figured out what she was doing wrong and 
has gone on and is married to a wonderful guy. So we're going to talk about the, all that that whole transition that where she went through, and, uh, and and maybe talk a little bit about what it's like to be hanging around Wayne Dyer. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's 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 really interesting. Now, the web how do they get onto the webinar? They sign up through learnhowtofindlove.com. You just go, go on the website, and there's a little box that says, you, you give me your name and your uh, email address, and then we send you the link when it gets closer uh-huh. to the time. Okay. All right, that's great. So uh, so your book, they can buy on Amazon, and again, it's entitled? From Heartbreak to Heart's Desire, Developing a Healthy GPS. Guy picking system. Okay, so they can buy that on Amazon or other on- online books. So I got it online myself, as a matter of fact. So right. um, uh, anyway, uh, how they can order direct from you, right, through your website? Correct. Okay. Learn how one to com. Okay, one more question. Why did you get involved in in, in doing all this? Because I was one of those women, and I was frustrated in my relationships. I actually started out my writing career writing about why you were attracted to the wrong men. And that that was many years before the book started. And it was m- more of a, a joke, and it ended up turning into a column in a local publication. And I wrote about it for like five years. But, you know, after a while, it kind of got old and when I was reading my own stuff, it was like, oh, my God, I'm like, I, you know, this is, what's wrong here? And finally, I kind of hit a bottom, and I had been told by a lot of people I had gone to therapy, and people said, you know, told me things to do, and I finally took what everybody said to do, and I put it together, and I did it, and it actually worked, and that was, you know, going through my past, it was journaling, it was meditation, there was a lot evolved in it to figure out what I really wanted instead of just kind of, I was walking around almost blind, bouncing into like looking for that buzz, looking for that guy from across the room and, and hoping that was love, and I was going on about it completely wrong. And when I finally figured it out, I was like, oh, man, I know more people need to know this. So, mm-hmm. and it's true. You know, I hold workshops and uh, in group sessions and stuff, and people are just like, they are amazed. They're like, you know, I never thought about it this way, because we have this whole idea that once we see the buzz from across the room, that's got to be the guy, and then we'll spend the next 20 years trying to make that relationship work. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that you, you, you sort of you say that women uh, are more involved in this than men, but you'd be surprised about the men that get involved with the wrong women, and um, there's a lot of them out there. So, um, so you guys that you know that that are interested in in uh, some coaching, uh, we can we can help you with that too. And uh, whether you call uh, go to Dawn or one of our other coaches, or, or you contact me. Uh, we can, we can, we can really, we can hopefully really help you. So I want to thank you for being on my show, Don. Uh, thank uh, you, staying up pretty, You're staying up pretty late tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, you hear a lot of noise in the background. I don't know if you heard at the beginning of the show, but I'm at a football game. 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I'm sitting in the press box of a football game, so there's a lot of noise you can hear in the background, and I'm doing the show from from the press box. I, I got a, a private little room that they gave me, but it's still noisy. So oh, very, very <laughs> I, I want to thank you for being on, and I'm looking forward to the, talking to you again. Thank you, and have a great game. Thanks. Thank you, right. Don. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that was uh, that was Don Masler. Um, learn how to find love dot com, and uh, I want to mention uh, too that um, when I was talking about the restaurant of the month, which is that's a great restaurant. I didn't mention how great the desserts were, and I, I'm not going to uh, uh, particularly bring up any dessert, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you um, that um, the. Um, <laughs> the pastry chef decided to make me a whole platter of desserts, uh, so, so I could try everything. <laughs> I mean, just very small portions of each. I mean, it was, but it was a platter of desserts, and, and the desserts was was spectacular. So I just, I just wanted to bring that up about about the desserts, and because um, uh, you know, uh, the 15th Street Fishery is such a such a great restaurant. Now, if I can get Cedric uh, uh, to connect really well with this next tune, then this, this will be the five keys. And here's Close Your Eyes. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Open your heart. And whisper. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. You love me. You love me. You love me. Hold me tight. Don't say good night. Don't say good night. We have time. Everything all right. Things gonna be all right. Hold me, darling. Never let me go, darling. And tell me, and tell me, you love me. This is not the way I want it to be But if you Got to pretend That's all right with me Close your eyes Take a deep breath Open your heart and whisper. I love you. I love you. I love. Tell me you love me. You love me. Tell me you love me. Great Rudy West with um, the five keys and close your eyes. That's like one of the great all-time doo-wop tunes in the history of the world. 
Let me tell you about Tom Briggs' rotisserie chicken and lockers. Now, this is not a commercial. This is a review. Um, they've been in Palm Beach County uh, since 1957, and they, they claim that their chicken is the answer if you're watching your weight, no grease, not fried, all the flavors sealed inside. Dan told me that this is probably the best chicken I'm ever going to eat, and, and he was right. This chicken is, is absolutely wonderful, and um, it's an interesting uh, uh, shop. It's not... Uh, and eat in place. It's a, it's a takeout place, and um, and they serve. Uh, they they cook their food, uh, which he calls Yiddish style. If you know what Yiddish means, uh, Jewish style, Yiddish style food, and uh, the, the rotisserie chickens and and uh, the um, the chopped liver. Oh man, I'll tell you, the food is, is incredible. The uh, the matzo ball noodle soup. Um, the the coleslaw is like the old fashioned way, the way I you know I used to eat it when I was a kid, and I still remember. And they mix it the same way: the the pickled beets, the three bean salad, uh, the the kashavanishkas. This is a, a terrific, terrific uh, uh, takeout uh, uh, food place. Uh, Tom Briggs Rotisserie Chicken Lockers. They're on they're in, in Delray Square on Military in Atlantic in Delray Beach, Florida, and. Uh, you gotta check them out. I mean, like Dan said, it's the best chicken you'll ever eat, and uh, and um, I know that uh, you really gotta you really gotta love uh, Tom Briggs uh, rotisserie chicken and Lutkas. The Lutkas are great. So I want to uh, I want to play one more tune, and then I got a great guest coming on. So here's Earth Angel by the Penguins. I knew 
Angel by the Penguins. That's um, that's one of the great, another one of the great all-time doo-wop tunes. And so now you guys out there know what I listen to when I'm driving around in my in my Mustang. <laughs> we have a, a, a terrific uh, guest on uh, right now coming up. Um, uh, she's uh, here for the um, uh, the film festival, Cine- Cinefest uh, Vegas, and um, she's uh, got a new movie coming out. And uh, I want to say hello to Brittany Starr. Hello. Hey, Brittany. How are you? This is Marv. This is Marv. This is the marvelous one. Yes, it is. <laughs> marvelous. Yes, for sure. When is somebody going to play some Luther Vandross and Gregory Hines? Say that again. When are you going to play some Luther Vandross and Gregory Hines? Well, since you requested it, uh, if you're listening... Um, uh, Cedric, uh, get something by Luther Vandross after after I talk Actually, to Actually, no, Brittany. Luther Vandross and Gregory Hines did a duet that was Nothing Better Than Love. My favorite I'll, song I'll get it. was 10 I'll years get old. It. What's the name of it? Nothing Better Than Love. Nothing Better Than Love. You got that, uh, Cedric? I'm working on it right now. Since we're talking okay, all this great. love stuff, you know. <laughs> all right, Brittany. Uh, look, so, you're a, so I'm marvelous and you're a star, so uh, tell us who you are and about your new film and, and what you're doing here in Las Vegas. Well, we have this awesome film, Tight, that has been elected to be in the film festival. And it is really fun because it's like a bunch of girls getting together, creating a band, singing some rock star music. They opened for me for my um, main event, if you will, at a show that I did. And uh, I thought they were going to be pretty awesome, but they kind of let me down in a way. They were a little unprepared for their performance, but... um, I don't know. I'm like, I've featured in the film, but it's about, like, you know, girls getting together and actually holding their own and creating a band. And, like, kind of weren't that great at first, but apparently they got that great. And now there's a film about them. So, you're, you're, you're a singer? Is that what you're, t- what you're telling me? I'm a singer-songwriter, yes. Singer-songwriter. And you put this band together uh, for a show, and, and, and they... Uh, I actually hired they the band it? to open for me for my show. Uh-huh. But they and were making the a movie show? about it, which I thought was awesome. Is that is that what the movie's about, or does this really happen? No, it's really happened. That's what the movie's about, too. It's a reality movie about these girls who didn't know what the F they were doing, and they all got together. They opened for me, and I had to give a little constructive criticism, if you will, to tell them, you know, you could tighten it up. Because I saw the light in them. Like, I really saw... They could be the band that they were supposed to be, but at first they kind of eh. But as the movie like goes on, it's about this band fighting themselves and actually becoming awesome. So if you uh-huh. watch the movie, they're insane. There's a lot of it's, you know fun secret stuff I'm not supposed to talk about. But uh, <laughs> you the, see movie's the, called, Fights, the movie's uh, called you know. Tight. What? Yeah, it's Tight. The movie's called Tight. Now, yeah. now these now these women before they they they, they formed this band. Were they like porn stars or something? Um, hmm, not sure if I'm allowed to talk about that. No, it's a rated R movie. Everyone can see it. <laughs> no, I understand that, but what do these 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 young ladies do before they they form this band? Naughty stuff. Yeah, they were stuff. all actually uh, okay. They were all uh-huh. porn stars. They they decided to like get together one day and um, develop a band. And Monica Mayhem was the lead singer. And I'm I'm just like I don't know like they opened for me. I was a little disappointed, 
but they actually became really amazing at the end. So you see the trials, tribulations, the fights, the drama, the craziness. Like, I literally gave them constructive criticism one time at their practice after they performed for me in my show, and I was kind of let down by their performance because they were a little intimidated or whatever, didn't have the heart that I expected them to have when I hired them. And um, this girl, Layla, apparently had a lot to say about me and everyone else because she thinks she's better than everyone else. But um, they're amazing now, and the movie is just an insanely amazing movie that I think everyone should watch. It, like, won the Howard Stern Award, too. I'm going to see it tomorrow night. Now, are you girls friends now? Are you, are you enemies or what? I, I don't, well, I mean, I hope I don't have any enemies. <laughs> are we friends? No, I mean, are you I friends know, with me? Let's I see mean, what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring a camera. So, it's like you could put the Marv Cutler uh, reality show. <laughs> right. So who else is in the in the film? Well, it's Monica Mayhem, Layla. Um, like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, Layla Labelle, Tuesday Cross on bass, Alicia Andrews on drums. It's amazing. I'm just say I'm sorry. Like Monica Mayhem, the lead singer. Mm-hmm. No offense. Like I can sing, but I'm not saying like I have a big head. But uh, Monica Mayhem, uh, not so much at first. And I saw the light in her, and I saw that if she had a little more confidence, she could be somebody. And literally, you, like, see her finding herself within this movie, like, actually creating the self-confidence that she needed to be a superstar. And that girl found her voice, sang like a rock star, and performs like No Tomorrow. And if no one's heard of the band tight, they should buy the album anyway because it's amazing. Like, you should hear about it. You should, like, play the songs for them. Is, who who uh, whose idea was it to make this film? Actually, believe it or not, I have no idea who's like no. <laughs> There's this guy Jim and this other guy Jason that wanted to make the film. They approached me for my uh, main mainstream show that I was doing, and they asked, "Hey, do you need an opening act?" And I was like, "Of course I do." So I hired Tight the band to perform for me, and that's how it kind of unfolded. It was like a porn star dream in a reality scene, amazing band, rock and roll. And so you were a porn star also before you made before you became a singer? Oh, stop. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> of course. No, okay, see, why would I be in the movie if I wasn't a porn star if it's about a porn star band anyway? Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I was now you, are you, on now are you ladies are you ladies are friends of uh, Charlie Sheen? Oh my God, I wish I was friends with Howard. Like, hold on, <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> yeah, let's have another shot, Brittany Star. Um, Charlie Sheen? Um, no, <laughs> I think I'm a little younger than that era. Okay. All right. That well, makes so sense. so the, the film is playing tomorrow night at at the Palms. Uh, uh, casino, hotel and casino with the the theater there, and um, it's uh, it's playing at what time? It's playing at ten o'clock. A lot of porn stars come down, see the red carpet, come hang with us. Let's see. <laughs> no, seriously, Mark and Marv, sorry. Bring I'm gonna, the camera. I'm gonna be there. Can, like, I'm gonna be there tomorrow. All the reality show drama that's gonna go happen tonight. Like seriously, I'm gonna, tomorrow, I'm gonna be there tomorrow. So. Make fun of me if you want to. I'm seriously. Silly right now, but I'm, I'm going to be there tomorrow. Like a so I'm going to look for you. Walking down the red carpet, it's a hot ass movie. I'm not allowed to tell you quite the secrets that's like that are going to go on in the movie, but I do have to say honestly, it's rated R. So bring your candy, bring your popcorn, 
Come watch a premiere with some porn stars. Have some fun. And who knows what's going to happen after the show? You know, there's hotel rooms at Palms. Did I say that okay. <laughs> I guess what's, what's, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Well, you know, what happens in Vegas might be contagious if you don't wear a condom. So, dude, use protection. I'm just saying. <laughs> so bad of me. I All live right. here. I'm hey, here. Brittany. It was nice having you on, Brittany. Thank you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Cedric. Yeah. <laughs> who, who arranged to have her on the show? <laughs> I thought you did. Me? <laughs> well, she she called she called the radio station about three hours ago asking for Marv. <laughs> and I thought I thought someone else was calling. I, I I knew we had somebody calling in, but I thought it was going to be someone else. <laughs> I did too. It's all right. I, I dumped it. We're all good. All right. All right. Hey, Cedric. Uh, I need some music after that. Play that tune she wanted. The tune she wanted. <laughs> yeah. Did, uh, you, did you find it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got it. It's uh, so we're gonna run this and then we'll we'll, we'll bring it back to Marv and I'll I'll reset yeah, okay. I'll reset the dump okay. machine. All right. All right. <laughs> I fell asleep late last night and I dreamed. The night and almost half the day away. I just got up so that I could hear her say she's still in love and no one could take her love away. Ooh, love wakes me up every day, and I thought, no one.
someone you see who would only dream of me she'd be in love just cause she'd wanna be she'd wanna be loved there's nothing better than love what in the world could you ever be thinking of instead of a Yourself reach for that star and go no matter how far to the one you love There's nothing better than love What in the world could you ever be thinking of Instead of a fall So let yourself reach for Marv, Marv, oh, hang on, it'd help if I put you on, all right, sorry, that's my bad. See, I'm making mistakes all night. Marv, Br- Brittany, yes. ju- Brittany just called back to thank thank us for playing the Luther Vandross and uh, Gregory Hines. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she she said that she told uh, she told her uh, 10,000 friends on, on Facebook to, to listen to the Marv Cutler show tonight, so... That's, oh, that's great! That's quite an audience. <laughs> that's that's really wonderful. <laughs> Ten thousand friends, huh? I wonder if they're all going to be at the at the film festival tomorrow night. I tell you what, it makes me wish I was in in Las Vegas. I'm going to be there tomorrow night. <laughs> you lucky dog. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm at the football game right now. Uh, Las Vegas has beaten Omaha forty-one to six, and it's like three and a half minutes left in the game. Yep. So, so it's, uh, I, I guess they can call it a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> so you sh- anyway, so you still- anyway, what are- <laughs> she's a, she was very, very, I don't know where she came from, but she was very interesting. <laughs> I, yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> of course I did. Oh, well. I well, maybe we need some more music. Maybe, it's just the sookie. Hey, oh, hang, no, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. One summer night by the Dan Williams. Hang on, let me let me get it queued up really quick. I'm one on. one summer night by the Dan Williams. It's uh, it's a real classic, uh, and I'm playing all classics tonight. So, <laughs> of course. All right. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's going to take me another minute. See, I'm I'm all. She she got me all flustered, man. Uh, <laughs> I can't even concentrate. <laughs> She said she said to Google she said to Google her name and and uh I I can't talk about it right now. But Oh you Google her name and what'd you find? Well she's a very she's a very lovely young woman. Oh she is, huh? <laughs> yeah. You want me to take a you want me to take some pictures of her tomorrow? Is uh Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, I'll take I, I'll take some pictures of her tomorrow and I'll send them to you. I would if I were you, thank you. As a matter of fact I'll take some pictures with me and her together. How's that? We we'll put them up on the, we'll put them up on the Tan Talk website. We'll put up on the Tan Talk Facebook page. Hey, here's one for you, Brittany. You need to like the Tan Talk Radio Network Facebook page. I just made it. We only have like 20 people on it, so so go like it. Uh-huh. Anyway, oh, okay. All right, I got the Dan Lears ready. Okay, the Dan Lears one summer night. <laughs> 
which is going to be um, uh, Sister Sookie by the Turban. I wonder where Sister Sookie's done gone. Sister Sookie's done gone. Sister Sookie's done gone. And that Well, I seen Sister Suki on the railroad tracks Waiting for the freight train Come back when the freight train came It was an hour late But you ought to see Suki when she hopped that train I wonder where Sister Suki's done gone, 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 gone Sister Suki's done gone And that girl She's gone to Egypt I believe Sister Suki's done lost her mind She had a pair of shoes of the strangest kind With the heels in the front and heels behind I couldn't tell whether she was coming or quite I wonder where Sister Suki's done gone Sister Suki's done gone And that girl, she's gone to Egypt Sister Suki tried to put in a home She said, go away then and leave me alone You know I'd rather ramble all up and down this land Than to be tied down to no good man I wonder where Sister Suki's done gone Sister Suki's done gone And that girl, she's gone to Egypt She's gone to Egypt. Sister Suki done gone. Sister Suki done gone. Sister Suki done gone. Do 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 do. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. 
WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay, WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay, KLRG, Sheridan, Little Rock, and FM 94.5, K233BF, Little Rock. in your eyes and we had three in a row before that you heard um, uh, a casual look by the 16s and before and we started to set off with uh, Sister Sookie by the uh, Turbans and um, I probably got I probably got Cedric trained in the art of uh, of uh, doo-wop music and uh, the, the ball game is over the Las Vegas uh Locals of the UFL uh, defeated the Omaha Nighthawks 41 to 6. I am uh, doing the rest of my show from the Mustang. So, um, uh, the marvelous Mustang Marvin, I, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, we should do Cedric. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing this from the Mustang and, and I didn't tell you, um, uh, put this on the list, but maybe we should, um, we should play Mustang Sally in honor of the Mustang. Yeah. What do you think? I'll get it queued up. Yeah, and Mustang Sally in honor of the Mustang would be would be really, really, really good. Uh be a good time to play it. 
And, um, you know, this time of night, it's, I'm glad we, we, we started later because of the fact uh, that we had, <laughs> we had Brittany on. So I'm glad the show went on later than it usually does. Here's <laughs> a, a great Wilson Pickett and Mustang Sally. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm not trained. The, okay, hang on. Hang He's on, not ready yet. Okay, Cedric. Are you ready now? Yeah, it it's, just took me a second. It's, it's difficult, Cedric. We're three thousand miles apart, so uh, it's difficult to um, uh, to get things going, getting together. But that's okay. You're doing a great job. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, things are just running a little slow over here tonight. But here we go. happened there marv i don't know see all right must- hang on one second let me get my headphones on see this is what i have <laughs> this is what's wrong with with the internet because i i'll just the mustang broke down the mustang broke down this is this happens to me a lot and when you're doing live radio it's really embarrassing when when you pick a song and see because i use the internet to get access to all these songs because you know it, we we would we'd have to fill this entire building with cds to have every song that people request so we just grab it i all understand the that and my I, my house is filled with every cd so we i should either send them over to you you know i wish i wish uh, anyway would. uh anyway how about 16 candles by the crest that's yeah. that should be all queued up hang, right hang on hang on hang on almost there i see him <laughs> see this is i get i get myself in trouble like this because i always i always queue up uh queue up something something wrong hang on but uh i wish we did i really do wish we had turntables I really we did do. have uh, we did have uh, we did have Britney Starr though, and uh, uh, you know we should have had her sing us a song or something. Well, she maybe she's, she's a singer songwriter, and 
<laughs> she's still listening. She could call in. She could call back and sing for us. Yeah, right. She's still listening. She's it. She is. All right. Well, here's uh, 16... sixteen candles by the crest. Johnny Maestro. Happy birthday, happy birthday, baby. Oh, I love you so. Sixteen candles make a lovely light, but not as bright as your eyes tonight. Blow out the candle. Show and uh, hopefully, um, 
Uh, Cedric has it uh, queued up, and if he doesn't, I'm going to uh, talk slowly because I have to give you some more tunes uh, while this next tune is on. So we're going to do the Mystics here and um, Hushabai. Hushabai. Yeah, I didn't have that one queued up. That'll, that'll take me a minute. But you can you can kill kill like 10 seconds. Okay. <laughs> if you're interested in uh, past life regression or if you're listening in, um, in, in co- I love coaching, um, you can call me at um, 702-631-MOB. That's 702-631-MOB, uh, 631-6278. And um, and that way we can um, uh, you know we can uh, solve some of the problems that you may have if you if you if if you're interested in having us me um, come by for a seminar or workshop anywhere in the country I'm available to do that you can also call the same number and now we're gonna have Hushabai with the Mystics. I'm going to have um, I'm going to talk speak very slowly, but I'm going to dedicate this to uh, to Cedric and to and to Brittany. And um, uh, while while Cedric is um, is um, uh, queuing up uh, tonight, I found love by the tokens. Uh, I just want to mention if anybody uh, listened to the debate tonight or watched the debate, if they want to call me. Um, 
here at the station uh, while I'm on the air. Let me know what you thought of the debate. Uh, that's fine. I haven't seen it, so I, I don't know what went on. Um, somebody did call me off the air and said that uh, Romney ran away with it. Uh, well, I, I can't say that's true or not because I haven't seen it. Um, but anyway, um, uh, if you, the number at the station is... one eight six six eight two six thirteen forty. 826 See, that's good queuing. <laughs> And uh, and now this is dedicated to uh, Britney Starr and Cedric. Tonight I fell in love by the tokens. from boston we have don on the line don you're on the marv cutler show hey don you're calling from boston yes sir it must be past your bedtime in boston oh it most certainly is but i feel i'd have to stay up and give you a call tonight oh okay good I to hear from that, you i watched that debate and I uh-huh watched it on uh Channel 7 here in Boston, and they have this guy, Yindy Hiller, which is a, uh, a political analyst, I guess. And he gave his comment afterwards, and he said uh, Romney was a clear winner. He ran away with it. Uh, after time, uh, Obama didn't know what he wanted to say. He wasn't sure of himself. And that's the way that take that's the take I had on it when I watched it. It's Romney was right there with the answers for everything, no hesitation, nothing. And uh, President Obama just it was like he wasn't with it. He was he wasn't with the game plan tonight. Well, he's not. He, he's he's never been with it. <laughs> you know, if he's not entertaining Beyonce and uh, and Jay Z and uh, and Letterman and those people, he's. He's never with it, you know? Well, you know, the way I look at it, uh, President Obama had four years. He said he was going to uh, 
dropped the deficit by four trillion dollars, and he added four trillion to it. So, yeah, the way um, I look at it is he had his chance. So, you know, step aside with somebody else in there, even though that wouldn't be my best choice for president. But you know, the lesser of two evils, I guess. Yeah, well, I, I look at it pretty much the same way. Uh, uh, Romney is, is better than what we have in there now, as far as I'm concerned. And um, uh, it's, it's a terrible thing to have to say that, because there's so many great candidates out there that just, you know, don't want to run because of, of the of the, um, of the situation, you know, what, what the media puts them through, you know? Yeah. You, you know, and the funny thing is that after... Uh... Romney chose his running mate, and you take a good look at him. Uh, what the hell? Is, what's his name? Paul Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. I couldn't think of it there. Uh, he would probably be a pres- better candidate for president than either one of them. You know, I, you're, you're probably right, but you know, I'm still a Newt Gingrich guy. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, you know, you know, Newt carries a lot of baggage, but. But still, he's the, he's the only guy out there that really knows his way around Washington, knows what's going on. He, he's, he knows he knows foreign affairs. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, Newt would have been the guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think a, a ticket of Newt and uh, and Trump would have been uh, would have been a terrific ticket. Yeah. I, I, I think Huckabee might have been pretty good, too, if he got in. But... Well, I'm not a Huckabee fan, either. I, I just... Uh, I, I like Newt. I like Donald Trump, and I think they would have been good candidates. And uh, you know, um, you know, we, you know what this country needs is another Ronald Reagan. Yes. And uh, not, neither of these candidates are, are Ronald Reagan. You know, and 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 that's the situation. You know, you know. I'll tell you a, a funny story. Um, you may have heard me say this on the air before. But um, I was at a, a lecture um, in Vegas uh, a couple of years ago at, uh, at UNLV, and uh, they had Bob Woodward, who um, who along who was one of the guys that blew the Watergate case open. <coughs> Excuse me, and uh, also <coughs> and also um, um, the publisher of the paper said I can't remember his last name and. And I get up and I ask the question. I said, um, besides our, our greatest president, uh, Ronald Reagan, our second uh, greatest president was uh, Richard Nixon. And 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 why did you guys do what you did to him? And, and he told me to put us on the map. That was their answer. So obviously they did it for their own greedy reasons. What they did to uh, to, to Richard Nixon at the time, you know. Now yeah. uh, people were out there saying, "Oh, he's a Richard Nixon fan." Wow. We may not listen to him anymore, but <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm truthful, and that's the way I feel about it. So. Can I run something by you, <coughs> previous president, just to get your take on it? What was that, President Kennedy? Uh, my personal belief was that his assassination was brought about through uh, the CIA and the mafia, the mob, or whatever you want to call them. Well, I don't know about that, but I'll tell you, uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, in today's world, would have been would have been um, a conservative Republican. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he, uh, I think he would have been a great president had he lived. 
Well, he was he was just so so while he was uh, was around. So, uh, but uh, you know, he may have turned out to be a great president. president. His his finger was on that red button. He was he wasn't taking no grief from the Russians or the Cubans, and I think that uh, he was taken out because he was too dangerous. Well, well, that's my personal take on it. You know, I just wondered mm -hmm. what your take was. So that's a long time ago. Uh, you know, you know, they, sh they show me how old you are, so. <laughs> I'm sure you can remember that. I'm sure you will. Well, it's going to be an interesting election. And, uh, you know, I have a problem. You know, I'm going to go to vote. And, and, and then I'm probably not going to vote when I go after I go to vote. Um, I go to I go to vote in here in Las Vegas. And. Uh, and the, they asked me a question before I before I, I, I vote. Would you like a uh, Would you like your ballot in uh, Spanish or English? And you know. And then I'll walk out because it, it's you know this is America. We shouldn't have to have a choice of whether our ballot is in Spanish or in English. You know, this is America. The ballot should be in English. That's right. Just like if you were in a, in a Spanish country, the ballot should be in Spanish, or, or a French country in French, or an Italian country in Italian. This is America, and it's an English-speaking uh, country, and, and, the, and the ballot should be in English. And that disturbs me probably more than anything else is that they ask me that question. Yeah, well, that's that's just the top of the the, the problem. I could go into that and go deeper and deeper for hours, but... <laughs> that opens up a whole new can of worms. Yeah, well, if you know what I'm talking about, which I think. Yeah, is well, we don't want to open up a can of words because we only got five minutes left of the show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that would take too long to talk about. So, um, so what's going on in Boston these days? I was just going to say what's going on in Las Vegas. It's raining and raining and raining. And we have a in Boston. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's not raining in Vegas. It hardly ever rains in Vegas. You know, I I can ride around with my top down and uh, not worry about the rain too much. You know? Yeah. <laughs> did you hear the Did you hear the show earlier? Uh, were you listening earlier to the show? No, I wasn't. I had the oh, my you didn't you didn't hear and... Britney Star right? No, I, my wife you missed, was doing a Bible You missed quite a young lady. <laughs> I, I wanted to hear it, but uh, I didn't get my computer up and running on time. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, so you're in Boston. The Red Sox have fallen apart, and uh, the Patriots aren't playing their greatest football. So, um, um, they played pretty good Sunday. Uh, hmm? the, the, the thing is, the third quarter... Uh, I mean, the fourth quarter is when they got the game together, and uh, oh, they played well. Then, and you know, the second the half um, uh, this uh, last Sunday, but you know, they should have they should be four and zero, not two and two. You know, yeah. Well, but the, the game before that, that uh, they run it down to three seconds left. Thought they were going to win it with a field goal, and yeah. That field goal was, it wasn't off by a, a foot or two. It was off by about 20 feet. And yeah. I don't know well, if there, there, there had been something to that. Anyways, you know, Don, it's, it's kind of late into the show here, so I want to thank you for calling about the debate. And uh, Andy Miller, who's uh, 
who I know is part of that liberal media, media he even said that uh, that um, Romney ran away with it. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. To, at least the liberal media said that. Uh, what's going on in that race from Boston there with uh, with uh, Scott Brown? Uh, is he looking uh, in, like he's in trouble? Um, I don't think so. Um, I he, he's cool and calm and collected about everything. And that Elizabeth Warren is, it's like, um, when, she, when she starts talking, it's like she's babbling, you know, it's like. Yeah, there's someone that should never been in politics, but then, you know, what's yeah. the aspect of the, uh, the liberal, uh, extreme liberal uh, people? Anyway, um, I want, I'm going to, uh, uh, Cedric is going to bring up uh, the music uh, uh, for my theme, so I want to thank you for calling, Don. It's okay. uh, getting close to the, that time, and um, um, keep listening. Okay, and uh, you enjoy riding around in your convertible. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, we got one more warm day coming up Friday, and that'll probably be my last day out on my motorcycle. So. Oh, okay. If all I right. was in Las Vegas, I'd be riding all winter long. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Well, just come out to Vegas. Uh, have a good one. I'd like to, but I have a wife that won't budge. Oh, she well. won't budge. She's okay. landlocked over oh. here. And... Oh, get rid of her. No, I'm just kidding. Don't get rid of her. Oh, <laughs> have a good one, Don. Thanks for calling. If I try to get rid of her, she'd shoot me. <laughs> uh, she's one of them, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, take, take bring, care, up, bring up the theme, Cedric. It's about that time. <laughs> Okay, I'll catch you later. All right, thanks for calling, Don. Okay, good night. I'm Marv Cutler here. Thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week, and ciao.